A quick heads up, we did not keep Will Smith's name out of our mouths. And speaking of our mouths, we swear in this episode. From Wondery, I'm Arisha Skidmore-Williams. And I'm Brooke Sifrin. And this is Even the Rich. On today's show, we're going to be talking about everyone's favorite kid from West Philadelphia, Will Smith. Yeah, and there is a lot to talk about. But first, Richies, we have something really exciting to tell you guys about. Yeah, it is time to pass the champagne. (laughs) The Even the Rich merch shop is officially open. Yeah, and in case you're thinking we just slapped our logo on a thermos... Oh no, there is so much more. We literally mm-hmm. handpicked this collection. We've got cropped hoodies, comfy joggers, phone cases, even champagne flutes that Arisha's going to drink milk out of. You're damn right. There is some really cool stuff to choose from. And you can find it all at wondereshop.com and be sure to tell your friends. Yeah, I feel like it's really merch that's fit for a king or queen or fresh prince. Wow. Segway. Beautiful segue. (laughs) Speaking of fresh princes, today we will be getting jiggy with all things Will Smith with BuzzFeed culture writer Elamine Abdelmahmoud. Elamine is a host of the pop culture podcast Pop Chat, which, by the way, actually released an emergency episode immediately after Oscar night. The kind of emergency I will always get behind. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, to be fair, we did do an episode about the Oscars literally the next morning on Rich and Daily. So, yeah, we're all committed. Influenced by us. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But anyway, we're going to get into the slap heard around the world, how Will's public persona has evolved over the years, not to mention what is going on with his tendency to always be oversharing. Listen, I say overshare away. Yeah. Elamine, thank you so much for joining us here on Even the Rich. We're really excited to have you. Oh my gosh. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to do this. Let's <laughs> let's do it. Let's get it. Yeah, let's jump in. So you have this amazing pop culture podcast called Pop Chat. Love the name. Thank you. And you write about pop culture for BuzzFeed. Tell us, where did your love for pop culture come from? Well, pop culture was kind of a necessity for me. So I grew up in Sudan. I moved to Canada when I was 12 years old. And I didn't speak a single word of English when I moved to Canada. Mm, And so I got here and I was like, what are these people about? And what do they like? And pop culture sort of was crucially the first door that I opened in order to try to understand sort of like my new homeland. And so I was like, why is this lady singing about being like a bird, you know? And why (laughs) is this lady, you know, playing with this chair so aggressively? This is Britney Spears in the Stronger video. Um, Of course. and, And it was like, this is it. This is how I will understand the new place. And so I think like I I've always kind of taken pop culture seriously in a way that uh, it's like like my life a little bit depended on it because it kind of did. Like that's yeah. how I would be able to communicate with other people around me, you know? Right. And then finding out that like there are sometimes movies where very famous actors have to confront, I don't know, aliens and the <laughs> actors are actually Tommy Lee Jones and Will Smith. It was very confusing, but it's also like <laughs> deeply, deeply charming as someone who did not like 
particularly understand the humor. Like, it took me a little bit of time mm. to understand the humor. Mm-hmm. There's so yeah. much like slapstick in Men in Black, you know, that right. I was like, oh yeah, yeah no, these are my people. I'm gonna watch this. I'm gonna enjoy <laughs> yeah. it. I don't really have to speak the language that well in order for me to understand this. And I found that uh, welcoming. So I would like to yeah. thank the ambassador of America, Will Smith, for welcoming me <laughs> yeah. to this world. Yeah. Wow. Comedy is a universal language. <laughs> yeah, really yeah. when you hit a guy in the really face, <laughs> everyone laughs. Everyone's like, oh, that's definitely funny. Oh, God. <laughs> what did Will Smith mean to you in this context? I think, so I moved to a town called Kingston, Ontario. And Kingston, Ontario, God bless his heart, is about two hours east of <laughs> Toronto. Um, big fan of my hometown. Uh, 10 out of 10. But also, you would really have to struggle to like find a person who's not white. And it doesn't matter what kind of person who's not white. Just mm-hmm, simply mm-hmm. white people abound. And sure. it's great. I, I love that for Kingston. Um, but you really severely lack sort of representation just in terms of seeing black people around. Yeah. And, and, and going through the experience of not seeing yourself represented that often, it is actually a pretty significant thing to see someone who at least a little bit looks like you, just literally yeah. anywhere. During that period of time, you know, just being able to drive past the movie theater and like seeing his giant face on the iRobot poster, like meant a lot, you know, just in the sense of like, hey, oh, black yeah. people also exist. And so that was kind of my access point to to this guy. This is, you know, this is mm-hmm. a deeply famous person. Um, my dad was so excited about the fact that Will Smith played Muhammad Ali because he was like, I want to talk to you about Muhammad Ali. Do you know about Rumble in the Jungle? And I'm like, Dad, I'm 12. I don't want to know about this. Um, (laughs) And it sort of like helped for us to have a way to connect to one another. Like it sort of Mm, at least just uh, some kind of place where we could sort of gather. And and Will Smith was one of those um, gathering places. Oh, I love that. Yeah. In your opinion, what was Will's coolest role? Like, where did he look the most to you? Like, the guy you either wanted to be or at least be rolling up to the party with? Oh, my God. Uh, (laughs) I love this question. (laughs) Oof. There are so many moments, right? So, like, there's, like, Bad Boys 2, you know, which is, like, when you're, I don't know, when you're new to film and you're just kind of, like, watching someone roll through the Miami heat in, like, (laughs) This, first of all, you just believe that the whole city just looks like sepia toned all the time, which is like, which is amazing. Yeah. Is that not the case? I don't know. It it, it is the case in everything. (laughs) Thank you for confirming this. I was, I I had the suspicion, Um, but just like the, the tank. And then, like, with the shirt mm. open and the gun kind of showing. So I would say, like, Bad Boy Stew was kind of like my first, like, moment of, like, this guy? This guy's pretty cool. And then I Am Legend was probably the moment yes. that really solidified him for me as, like, this person is the epitome of cool. Mostly because yep. I, I, up until that point, I had not uh, experienced a feat where I watched a movie and I could not take my eyes off the screen. It is just one guy. Now, people will tell you, hey, man, why, why were you not enjoying Castaway? And I would say, uh, Castaway <laughs> gets boring. I'll be the person to say it. But I'm legend. You try looking away. You can't do it. It's not possible. No. I was just talking about this last night with my husband. Yeah. I Am Legend is in my top three Will Smith movies. I love that movie. That's that's, mm, so that's a good, good take. I will accept this take. Thank you for Thank this you. take. Thank you. Yeah. I appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> Arisha, what about you? Do you have like a... It's weird because my my original memories of Will Smith was his music because okay. my I have two younger brothers and we grew up in a household where we had 
somewhat stricter rules in terms of what we could listen and watch. Yeah. And Will Smith, like, famously did not curse in his music. So that yes. was, like, rap music that my brother could listen to. So that was kind of my first foray into Will Smith was his music. And it was, like, good music. And then, of course, Fresh Prince. I yes. occasionally watch it. We couldn't watch TV during the week. So I occasionally would catch wow. it. Like at a friend's house. We also didn't have cable. God, I sound like I grew up in <laughs> Amish country. <laughs> yeah. Um, but when I did catch it, I was like, yeah, look at this cool swagger man. Arisha, what was your favorite song to listen to while you were churning butter um, for dinner? Obviously, Wild Wild West, because I felt like I was in yeah, that time period. For sure. Yep. Just, you know, really tying things together. <laughs> okay, so the way that Will Smith carries himself and the way that he's been perceived has obviously changed over the years. But what would you say was his persona when his career was ascending in the 90s and the early aughts? Uh, There was something to his swagger and his defiance that was charming. You wanted to root for him at the same time as being like, man, people can't be this cocky, can they? Like, is that like allowed? Uh, (laughs) And... You know, he sort of, I I guess kind of famously, he was the one who said, I'm going to be the biggest actor in the world. And he didn't mean, like, I'm going to win awards. He didn't mean I'm going to become the best, as in, like, people will give me all the accolades. He literally meant I'm going to make the most amount of money doing this thing. And so there's something I think naturally that when we hear that, we kind of go, like, hell you are. (laughs) But also there's a part of you that wants to watch and see if it's, like, doable. Like, if they can actually, Mm -hmm. like, achieve this or not. And so for me, the part that I remember the most about Will Smith during his ascendant years is sort of this challenge that he issued about himself. You know, the idea that he was like, he's going to be able to do this. And then he actually ends up doing it. I think there's something really charming about that. But there's also something that's like, this is either a hero or a villain origin story. And I don't know which I'm watching. So, like, let's think back to the roles that Will has played, you know, from Fresh Prince to Agent J, Muhammad Ali, like you said, all the way up to King Richard. Yeah. The roles he's taken on have kind of seemed to mature as he has. Yes. How mm. do you think the roles he's chosen have evolved over the years? Uh, can we exclude Genie from, from Aladdin from this evolution? Because I <laughs> sure. love to be able to tell a clear story of evolution. Yeah. I just That's can't fair. do it with Aladdin. So if you there. had three wishes, the first one would be to get rid of that role for <laughs> Yeah. For us to... <laughs> Okay. <laughs> I would take the flashlight or the flashlight from uh, from Men in Black, Men in Black. and I would use it <laughs> yeah. to make us all just forget about Genie. That's fair. Yeah. That's fair. You, you don't have to erase the movie. Just forget the Will Smith played the Genie. <laughs> um, I think, like, when I'm really interested in this evolution of Will Smith, particularly in the last 10 years or so, because, mm-hmm. you know, to me, on paper, he's taken on a bunch of roles that should work, theoretically should work. But they yeah. didn't. Um, <laughs> they ended up failing in ways that we probably thought the Will Smith can't fail. I'm thinking mm. here of like, for example, After Earth, you know, M. Night mm-hmm. Shyamalan joint. Why would that fail? Oh. You don't think that would necessarily fail, right? Yeah. Um, you kind of go to Suicide Squad. Nah, it's fine. Like no one remembers mm-hmm. Suicide Squad as like a deeply successful film. It's not a failure sure. either. Right. Gemini Man, Ang Lee joint, you know, like if you're Will Smith and you get, if you get a contract that says, uh, hey, Ang Lee's going to be directing a movie and you're going to be the lead in it. That sounds awesome. Mm-hmm. You, like, you'd, of course, yeah. be in. And these are all failures. Like, yeah. you just go from a decade of implausible success to a right. decade of just checkered by 
failures, like moments where mm-hmm. you would think that, you know, this man was going to be successful. He probably thought all these ventures would be successful. Um, yeah. But I want to maybe zero in on Concussion. Concussion is an interesting movie because it is, in fact, you know, a, like a, it's like biographical, right? Like it's based on a real person, um, Dr. Bennett Omalu, who's like the, the doctor who came out and said, hey, the NFL is trying to suppress all this evidence of, yes. you know, right. brain degeneration that football players end up suffering. I think if you're Will Smith, you maybe thought that you're big enough in 2015 to completely change the narrative on something as large as America, as football in America. Like mm-hmm. maybe you thought that was possible. Mm-hmm. But then the way that it ends up being received is you actually find out that you don't have that kind of impact. But subtly people are not just <laughs> abandoning, you know, the NFL just because you're like, right. a bunch of people are going to die if you keep playing the sport. Um, I think like that was like a moment of Will Smith trying to like insert himself into the narrative through like a a character choice that Mm -hmm. is super interesting, super fascinating to me, but it ends up kind of falling flat in ways that I just didn't expect. And so I'm, I'm more interested in his failures truly than, than Mm. his successes because they're all so unexpected. And then I kind of returned to concussion so much because it's like, here's a movie that, you know, is like Will Smith maybe trying to flex star power and be like, I'm going to bring attention to a thing that people never think. And it's like, well, good job, buddy. You're never invited to the Super Bowl again. You know, um, you re- <laughs> now you really did it. Yeah. 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 Oh, well, God. do you think he's maybe like less caught up now in how audiences perceive him? Like compared to his blockbuster peak, do you think he's just taking more risks or? The guy who's making TikToks at an alarming rate and... <laughs> Uh, YouTube video I mean, challenges that that are like you gotta roll with the times. I mean, well, this is it. I I think I think that's exactly what's happening. In fact, is that yeah. After taking a little bit of time away and being sort of mired in a whole bunch of failures and maybe failures you don't actually expect, you kind of end up having to face the reality of people no longer want you to be the star that is like you know thirty thousand feet up in the sky. They actually want you to be much more relatable as a force. I think that's why we're seeing him, you know, reveal far, like like far, far too much about his personal life. Like that, that book tour was infuriating to me because it seemed like every day he would go to a different place and he would just reveal like a slightly, just slightly too much at every interview that he did, you know? He'd go yeah. to like GQ and he'd be like, man, I really wanted a harem of girlfriends, you know? And then by the time the week ended, he's like, Man, I was having so much sex, it made me gag. And it's like, what is happening, Will Smith? Please stop talking. This is too much. But it seems to be all like a part of like an attempt to be like, I'm going to become a relatable person because the days of being a superstar and just wielding that power because I feel like it seem to have mm-hmm. passed me by. So I just want to say DoorDash deserves all the gold stars. Like, I cannot tell you how many times it's come in handy. Mm -hmm. We actually use it for our Thursday night sleepovers. We get Cheesecake Factory all the time on DoorDash. <laughs> yes, uh, do. But it's it's good for a lot of things. Groceries, late night snacks, all kinds of stuff. And before you ask, Richie's, yes, of course we have a code. You can use code <laughs> RICH24 to get 50% off up to a $10 value. When you spend $15 or more on your next convenience, grocery, or retail order, 
For eligible users only, terms apply. Love it. Listen, Richie, you play your cards right, you never have to leave your house again. <laughs> yep. And that's the real dream. It is. Get everything you need when you need it. Use code RICH24 to get 50% off up to a $10 value when you spend $15 or more at convenience, grocery, or select retail stores on DoorDash. For eligible users only, terms apply. Can we talk about how cool it is that with Audible, you almost feel like you're watching a movie just by listening to the stories? Especially with Audible's new collection of exclusive thrillers. They feature captivating sound design, eerie soundscapes, and dynamic performances, so the story is really brought to life. I'm excited to listen to None of This is True by Lisa Jewell. It's actually about a podcaster. (gasps) who meets this girl and this girl like tells her about her life and she's like you should feature me in your podcast but then the girl's life is like very strange oh my gosh so why has that not happened to us yet it will it's only a matter of time <laughs> but it sounds so good and juicy yeah and richie says an audible member you can choose one title a month to keep from their entire catalog including best-selling audio titles and new releases in every genre New members can try Audible now free for 30 days. Visit audible.com slash even the rich or text even the rich to 500 500. That's audible.com slash even the rich or text even the rich to 500 500 to get started. So, I mean, what does Will Smith, his persona and his career What do they tell us about how ideas of masculinity have evolved in our culture since the 90s? Oof. Uh, Independence Day is maybe the 90s poster image of masculinity, right? Like, that's that's how you think. Absolutely. When you go, what is a man? It's like, that guy. The guy, Independence Day. No one remembers his name, but he punches an alien and he drags (laughs) him across the desert. (laughs) And he goes, yeah, this is a pretty good day's work, whatever the fuck he says. Um, (laughs) But... um, I've I've loved the the tenderness in the ways that his image has evolved. And by this I'm talking about like the ways that he's very public about parenthood, for example. For him, like that seems to be like a really important part of masculinity. And then also I think there's a part that, you know, not to be missed about when it comes to masculinity kind of coming under question, there is a safety in the evolution of masculinity that he's had, whether it's taking movies like Suicide Squad or fucking Gemini Man. It yeah. wasn't It wasn't until um, maybe King Richard that I became a bit more interested in like where he might go next. You know what I mean? Where he might go next in terms of like the willingness that he has to portray different modes of masculinity. Because they, they really uh, hmm, altered the real Richard Williams story, it seems, or let's say cleaned it up a lot um, in ways that one did not expect. Like King Richard is a feel-good movie. Richard Williams' life is not. You don't watch that movie and I think get a proper sense of the trauma that that man suffered, but also the things that he put his children through. Also the ridicule that that family experience. Those strike me as pretty deliberate decisions, whether they're Will Smith's decisions or the Williams family decisions, that sort of like remains an open question. And so I was kind of interested in that choice. It kind of struck me as like an odd choice and maybe not in keeping with what we're looking for right now, which is like, actually, like, let's be fully forthright about the about the warts of masculinity in this way. And I think that was like a really missed opportunity. And so I'm curious where they go next from here. What impact do you think Will Smith's evolution has had on men and boys in our culture? 
um, <laughs> made us all want to punch aliens mainly. I think that's <laughs> sort of the beginning of it. That's I mean, not unique to men and boys, let me tell you. <laughs> yes, it I would is. love to right love, hook an alien. I love aliens. Okay, that's good. Show yourselves. Oh, I'm sorry. You're pro aliens? That's I, the, I'm I'm pro aliens. I certainly Brooke did not be. see that coming. <laughs> <laughs> You heard it here first. I mean, you know what? In many ways, we might be kind of pushing against that original version of Will Smith masculinity, aren't we? Like, we it, we spent so much time sort of reifying that version of masculinity. And now we're like, uh, actually, there are many problems with this. Uh, there are many problems with, like, I don't know, the hitch kind of masculinity or the mm-hmm. I'm legend kind of masculinity. Like, I'm legend is about a guy who's like, I will not talk about my feelings and then I'll maybe die. I'm like, that's like, that's, <laughs> that's the plot of I'm legend. And in many ways, we're sort of having this explorative moment, right? Like this explorative moment, like what else could masculinity be? And we haven't quite landed on it, but we seem to be pretty um, firm about pointing at that past version, the one that Will Smith kind of embodied so perfectly and saying, not that, that's not the one for us. But then this guy goes and slaps a person at the Oscars, right? And so in a moment when we're trying to do our best to divorce violence for masculinity um and sort of like challenge that notion um you're kind of forced to be like okay we're back to sort of upholding him as a version of maybe the masculinity that we we're not really looking for and so i don't i don't know what replaces that you tell me are wh- what are we looking for <laughs> are we looking for timothy chalamet is that where we're headed like i don't know no okay <laughs> <laughs> that was that was very quick that was <laughs> yeah no. <laughs> All right. Let's get into the slap. Oh, no. Where were you when you saw it, and what was your immediate reaction? Uh, okay. My, where was I when I saw it? So I, we we mentioned that I host Pop Chat, um, a pop culture podcast, and so as preparation for the show, you know, can't miss an award show, especially not the Oscars, especially not right. a crowning moment for someone like Will Smith, which everyone yes. sort of mm-hmm. anticipated was going to happen. It was kind of widely expected to be. Will Smith's day and I'm sitting down and so I'm just making taking some notes and getting super excited and then you know you you see the slap and of course I had the same reaction that everybody else had which is this is a bit like this is not I know this is this can't be real right yep I don't know it felt yeah I was like there's no way this is this was this was planned but so right can I can we spend a minute on this though because <laughs> yeah because i absolutely we have to because when I, when i when i say if i was a bit and you say me too like mm-hmm. what are we reacting to there what is it in our programming that makes us go oh these are these two people there's no way that we just saw will smith slap a person on television right. like yeah you're carrying all of the history of everything you know about this person into that moment right like yeah. you're like this is probably the most composed probably the most choreographed actor on the planet receiving this like massive award at one of the most choreographed shows on the planet there's Mm -hmm. no way like my eyes did not see the thing that i just saw or if they did (laughs) it's not real right like that's Mm -hmm. what we're reacting to i imagine yeah 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 i think the fact that it was will smith and chris rock we're we're like oh well this is also it's the oscars they're always doing and chris rock's a comedian like this has to be yeah they're always trying to get the they're always trying to get the viewership up. 100%. In their attempts. But so, yeah. And then Will walks back to his chair and he's shouting something, you know? Yes. And, yep. and Chris Rock is like, Will Smith just slapped the shit out of me. And I'm still in this is a bit moment. 
Like, except same. Yeah. See, not me. The second I saw Will <laughs> back really? in his seat, I was like, "This is real." <gasps> like from his face. Like I could see it in his face. Yeah. I could like feel just the like. I don't know. Just like the energy inside him, I could tell by his face, okay, this is real. Well, see, I, it was that moment when he sat down that single-handedly justifies the existence of Twitter, right? Like, it's that yeah. moment <laughs> when you're like, I am desperate to scroll and just find out just other people's thoughts. And I don't right, need, yeah. I don't need truth right now. I just need interpretation. At the crowning achievement, right? The moment mm, of his crowning achievement mm. as an actor. Hey, Will Smith, you have fucking earned a Best Actor Award. At last, mm -hmm, yeah. it is coming to you. And then that's the story that we walk away with. I, th I, know. I, I know. think that's hard. I think that's hard to sort of yeah. reconcile the two of them and sort of just kind of just sit in that moment. How many nominations has he received before? He was nominated for Ali. He was nominated for Pursuit of Happiness. And it's mm -hmm. King Richard that brings him the award that has kind of eluded him for, you know, like a 30 year career. Um, yeah. mm. It should have been a crowning moment. And I think if if he right. walked away tomorrow from acting, had the slap not happened, it would be like, that's a capstone on an impressive career that has yeah. kind of like, do, he's done it all. After the show wrapped up, me and my co-hosts for Pop Chat, we immediately did a Twitter live. And of course yeah. we were like, the, the fuck just happened because we right. continue <laughs> to not have information. And so we were, yeah. I don't know, we were trying to figure out, trying to work through it. And there is no conclusion we could arrive at that is more interesting than just the mere process of just chattering, like just wanting to talk about it and kind of process it together. You know what I mean? Like that was like, that's what it gave us. Like that was the real gift is something to just chew on all of us all at the same time. Yeah, well, I mean, I come from an estranged family where we haven't talked to each other in 20 years, and this slap brought us back together. Oh, my God. Stop it. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Um, no, listen, kidding. I believed you. Oh, my God. I, I will say our family chat did blow up with yeah. this slap. Like, oh, my God, did this really just happen? <laughs> yes. Because it's genuinely, like, literally unbelievable. Like, we throw around that word a lot, but, like, that's, it was just hard to, it's hard to compute. Well, you know, a big reason we didn't know anything at the time was because journalists were reportedly told not to ask about the slap in the press room. Yeah. So I'm curious if you were in that press room and you were allowed to ask, mm. what would you have asked, Will? Like, Ooh. you know, in that moment. This is such an easy question. <laughs> is, <laughs> is it because your question is what like, the fuck? No, I'd be like, can I be in your next movie? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, you're right. That but... would have been my first question. <laughs> but my second question. Yeah. Um, well, I'm, I, in this moment, I think I'm torn between two different sides of me. Um, there's a side of me that's like, oh, my God, let's get into the drama. Let's get into the thing. Yeah. But then there's like... I swear to God, I've been watching too many Denzel movies because, like, <laughs> I hear Denzel's voice in the back of my head. Or at least, like, picture his face as he's looking mm -hmm. so softly at Will. Just, like, with all the forgiveness <laughs> and gentleness and tenderness yeah. of a grandfather. And I'd be like, are you okay? Because it's a hot grandfather. Right? Well, mm -hmm. I mean, listen. Okay, first of all, that's <laughs> right? my grandfather, okay? You can't talk to him like that. <laughs> Well, it means like stand down. Like, woof. <laughs> I know he's hot, but like, woof, okay, all right. Be, be more appreciative of August Wilson, and then maybe you can talk to my grandfather. But <laughs> this is not the moment. But there's something about 
Denzel's tender reaction to that. But I would like yeah. to think that even though I'd be a journalist, I'd be like, ah, uh, I want to defer to that side of me and say, what happened? Mm. Are you okay? Where where did mm. that come from? Maybe that would be my question. Is yeah. Where did that come from? Yeah, um, I think that's a good yeah. question. I, I don't know. I don't know if you are in the press box and you get a chance to ask Will Smith about that moment in, in like right after that. And you say, what happened? I don't know if you keep your job, you know, because because <laughs> I really don't like I, I really don't think you keep your job if you like work for TMZ. And it's like you had one shot and you're like, what happened? That's not the question. Like, yeah, TMZ is going to draw a line. <laughs> That's true. No, but I mean it to say is actually like that's not like spicy enough because like oh yeah the questions tend to be like more probing and more jabbing and more like true. trying to get another reaction after the reaction you know mm, what I mean that's fair yeah. yeah 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 okay but if you had asked that question what do you think his answer would have been <sighs> hmm I think we sometimes expect celebrities or famous people to behave in dimensions that are different than the rest of us. But mm -hmm. the truth is they don't. And I think there's something about the fact that we've all done shit that immediately after we did it, we go, why did I do that? And I don't think you would have an answer to that in the following hour after it. You know what I mean? Whether there was <laughs> right, an audience right. or not, I think he would still be like, what the fuck came over me? And why did <laughs> right. I go in that direction? And so, which is, which is to say that like, Thank God I don't have to write, like, you know, breaking stories about things like this because my, my job is to process. And sometimes that takes a day yeah. or two or a week right. um, before yeah. you can get to, like, the question that actually gets you somewhere. You know what I mean? Sure. Yeah. yeah. So you're trying to eat better, but meal prepping isn't exactly cutting it. Trust me, I've been there, which is why I'm so excited for today's sponsor, Factor. Factor's pre-prepared, chef-crafted, and dietitian approved meals are delivered right to your door and heat up in just two minutes. Eating better has never been easier. It really hasn't. And you'll have over 35 different options a week to choose from, including keto, calorie smart, vegan and veggie, and more. This is a sponsor that we're like, we're going to probably pay for this on our own when yeah. it runs out. And that's a big testament. Like, the meals are delicious. They I have not really had a good. meal I don't like from there. Yeah. The idea of being able to put something in the microwave yes. for two minutes and it coming out as if you cooked it. Yeah. I feel like we're living in the future. We are. And we've done the math. Factor is less expensive than takeout. Yeah. So head to factormeals.com slash rich50 and use code rich50 to get 50% off. That's code rich50 at factormeals.com slash rich50 to get 50% off. did finally get the apology video mm -hmm. and he apologized to a lot of people in there and I'm wondering what do you make of it? It was hard to watch. It was hard to watch I think because it was a moment where you could sort of feel that his contrition was rubbing up against the public performance of celebrity, right? Like he sort of mm -hmm. knows that whatever he says in that video is going to be dissected. Yeah. It's, it's going to have pull quotes, you know, is going to have a million headlines, like literally within minutes. But also you're just trying to be a real person and trying to be like, this is how I apologize. If you're Will Smith, do you end up worrying whether your apology is too rehearsed, not rehearsed enough, too off right. the cuff, not off the cuff enough. And 
all the ways that people try to sort of assess your genuineness. And so I think I was watching it, you know, this is the problem with like working in this industry because I was like, yeah. oh, this is a product. This is a product of Will Smith Incorporated. But then mm. I have to also huh. pull myself back and be like, is that too fucking cynical? Like, am I yeah. being a human person when I watch someone trying to apologize and be like, you're trying to apologize because your money's low? Like, is that what this is about? So like uh, all of these things are butting heads, which is to say when I watched it, I had a million thoughts and then I eventually concluded that I'm not sure I'm someone who needs to conclude anything about this. I'm like, this. I don't think this influences whether I'm going to watch the next Will Smith movie or not. And so... I will yeah. just, I'll just watch it with like, oh, that was interesting. Okay, let's see yeah. what he does next. Well, you know, there was one moment in the video and I, I think it was really interesting and it's something we kind of talked a lot about in our series on him. And it's kind of the moment where I took him very seriously and I, I want to mm. get your take on it. Um, let's just listen to that clip. Disappointing people is my central trauma. Um, I hate when I let people down. Um, so it, it hurts. Uh, it hurts me psychologically and emotionally to know I didn't live up to uh, people's image and impression of me. So I'm curious what your reaction is to hearing this. Do you think it kind of encapsulates his desire to please everyone, you know, whether it be in his films or in his personal life? And that's now how he kind of shakes it off and lets go. I think it's, it might be the opposite in the sense that he's sort of, he's being open about the part of himself that he understands to be like, at least, this is at least a part of my motivation, right? A part of yeah. my motivation is that it's really hard for me not to be liked, to which I watch that and go, mm -hmm. you know what, same. I, and I don't know nearly as many people because no one gives a shit what I do. Um, but it's a, it's a little bit, it's a, it's, it's a hard emotion to walk around with being like, there are yeah. people out there who have a negative thought about me and that's really hard for me to comprehend and, right. or yeah. process. And, you know, when I have that, I want to write them all emails and say, hey, I'm a nice person. <laughs> Um, when when you're Will Smith, you can't write an email to 40 million people. Um, BCC. Sure. <laughs> that would be the best reply all thread ever. Um, the Will Smith reply all uh, yeah. apology thread. But no, I think I think there's there's something deeply vulnerable about that. But that admission of like I know myself well enough to know that this is at least a part of my motivation. I think there's something kind of beautiful about the fact that he's mm. upfront and kind of honest about that. Oh, uh, yeah. So we love to end our interview sessions with a little game, if you're up for it. That's, first of all, that always sounds like a threat. Like, it never doesn't sound like a threat. People are well, like, good. It came off how it was supposed Ooh, to. Ooh, we I'm got a little game. I'm yeah. like, oh, boy. Yeah. Are you ready to look dumb? Yes, of course I am. Let's go. Let's get it. <laughs> okay, so we're going to have you name the Will Smith movie. Um, so yeah, Brooke's going to start us off. Yeah, so I'm going to read you a quote, and then I'm, I'll give you two choices. Mm -hmm. Okay, so number one, life is not the amount of breaths you take. It's the moments that take your breath away. Oh, stop is it. That could either be seven pounds or collateral beauty. No one knows. Well, okay, right. neither of those are <laughs> choices. Thank God are you, you have kidding? choices. You'd be yeah. screwed. Yeah, I would. I okay. Let's pursue so, happiness. I'm, I'll stop talking. You give me the choices. <laughs> is it A, Hitch, 
or B, the pursuit of happiness? I'm going to go. <laughs> I, 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 it's, it's too corny to be in pursuit of happiness. I'm going to say hitch. <laughs> you are correct. Yeah. It is a hitch. Nailed it. All right. Love yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, second question. I know you're a little scared and I'm going to keep it real with you. I'm a little scared too. <laughs> is it men in black or I am legend? Uh, he was never scared in I Am Legend. No, wait a minute. He made us. He may have said that to the dog. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna go with I Am Legend. Ooh. Mm. No, it's Men, Men in black. black. Oh wow. It's Men in Black. Okay. Yeah. Well. The dog's like, I'm not scared. <laughs> I don't know. Just he scared might gonna kill me. All right, touche. Poor touché. Sam. Yeah. Okay. I'm sorry. You remember Number the dog's three. name in I Am Legend? I sure do, because my cat what? had the same name. <laughs> <laughs> All right. No, no further questions, Your Honor. That's, Thank you. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. Number three, the way you deal with bullies, you take your right foot, bring it right up, and catch him in his little piss pump. <laughs> is that, that, on that last is that a Hancock? B Bad Boys. That's got to be Hitch. First of all, I don't. Those <laughs> options cannot actually be true. Um, uh, <laughs> I'm gonna say Hancock. That's yeah. correct. Yes. <laughs> I've seen Although it. what I'm learning yeah. is basically you could just take one Will Smith script. Yes. And it's true. put it in any number of his movies. Can we do I mean, that? Can we were strategic. Can we feed all of his scripts to an AI and have it spit oh, out God. like a single script? Those yeah. are my favorite things. Yeah, that's I, And that I, will I, be I, the I, one that Netflix <laughs> buys because they watch the apology video. So it's gonna work out. I love yeah. this. Have you guys actually uh, seen Hancock, by the way? Yes, I yeah. love Hancock. Okay, it's I've one of my. It's it's also in my top three Will Smith movies. Okay, <laughs> these are truly, genuinely chaotic choices. I love it. Um, I know, but also know. I've seen Hancock a total of one time, and I oh would God. love to say I remember anything aside from like a bench scene. But aside from that, nothing. You should watch it again. It's yeah, good. yeah. I think I've only seen it once or twice, and I don't remember. I'm realizing through this conversation that I have poor memory, and maybe I need to consult the doctor. <laughs> It's possible. Yeah. yeah. All right. I'm doing okay. great in this quiz, by the you way. You are. Oh, right. wow. I feel great. Yeah, you're doing pretty well. Yeah. Okay, number four. Why don't you exercise your right to shut the fuck up? <laughs> Was that Gemini Man or Bad Boys? Once again, it could be either one of those movies. Mm -hmm. um, are you actually sure that's not bright? Ooh. <laughs> um, it's got to be Bad Boys. Correct. Yeah. Nailed it. Mr. Mike Larry. <laughs> All right. Number five. Hey, don't ever let somebody tell you you can't do something. That's pursuit Not of happiness. Not even me. That's pursuit okay. of happiness. Okay. Wow. Wow. That's like, I'm sorry, buzzer. I was giving the performance of a lifetime and you. No, you're right. Like, I, I don't apologize. <laughs> From the top, take it again. And I will like, I'll pretend like I don't know you. Please do the delivery. I don't want to interrupt it. It was so good. No, no, no. It's fine. Oh, no. I'm sorry to do this it's to you. It's just, I feel it's like fine. next time you should have just come in right after she said, hey, be like, oh, pursuit of happiness. No question. <laughs> I know this where this delivery is going. Yes. I feel like this next one's easy, right? Yeah, it's so easy. Oh, boy. Is it it's Winter's so Tale? So... What is it? Is it a shark yeah, tale? What is never. it? Okay. All right. <laughs> okay. In seven days, God created the world. And in seven seconds, I shattered mine. Is it seven pounds? I was going to say, I'm not yeah. even going to give you options. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, okay. This next one, the choices are great because it really could be either of these. Mm -hmm. Someone put me out 
I'm on fire. <laughs> is it A, Aladdin, B, Hancock? Uh, wow. Both movies I've seen a total of one time. So this is, oh boy. I, I'm going to say Aladdin. Yes. Okay. Yes. Oh Grand. my gosh. You were killing this. I love this movie. All right. Final question. <sighs> so you're saying the only reason I loved her is because she's rich and let me sponge off of her? <laughs> Was that Hitch? Or was that the Fresh Prince? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I thought your final one was going to be, man, that's a fucked up robot. And I would be like, that's iRobot. <laughs> but I I actually don't, also don't know if that's a quote from iRobot or not. I just imagine that it is. It could be. <laughs> man, that's a fucked up robot. <laughs> that's a hell of a line. Yeah, before. Like, that yeah. should be on pillows. <laughs> Listen, that's how we thought about robots back in 2000, whatever <laughs> the time. Yeah. Man, that's a yeah. fucked up robot. Um. I'm going to go with a counterintuitive choice here and say that's a Fresh Prince. Oh, my Correct. gosh. Ding, ding, ding. Yes. Elmin, you killed this. Uh, oh, my wow. gosh. Thank you. I, I feel You're like a resident Will Smith expert. You win the trophy. My whole yep. life has been leading up to this <laughs> this very moment right here. Amazing. Uh, well, Don't thank slap you anyone. So- <laughs> I know. Oh, God. <laughs> Don't ruin it. Now that you're peeking. Yeah. <laughs> Will Smith knowledge. The stakes when you got have to lose way it all. higher. Like, I was just going to say, oh, good night and have a great day. And now I have to think about not slapping someone for the yeah, rest exactly. of the yeah. week. It's great. Thank Don't you so much for this. Don't fuck this up. <laughs> <laughs> but it's been so great. Thank you so yes. much for joining us. My so pleasure. Fun. Thank you for having me. Um, yeah, thank you for going on this Will Smith journey. I love this journey. <laughs> Hey, Prime members, you can listen to Even the Rich ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Or you can listen ad-free with Wondery Plus in Apple Podcasts. Before you go, tell us about yourself by completing a short survey at wondery.com survey. I'm Arisha Skidmore-Williams. And I'm Brooke Sifrin. This episode was produced by Haley Gray and Peter Arcuni. Kate Young is our series producer. Our audio engineer is Sergio Enriquez. Our executive producers are Stephanie Jens, Jenny Lauer-Beckman, and Marsha Louie for Wondery. This episode is brought to you by the effortlessly scrumptious bite of Skinny Pop Popcorn. Imagine this. Perfectly popped, endlessly delicious kernels, a symphony of just three simple ingredients. Popcorn, sunflower oil, and a sprinkle of salt. No compromise, just pure snacking freedom. And hey, if you're up for a twist, dive into flavors like zesty white cheddar to sweet and salty kettle. Every bite's a delight, light and oh so tasty. Shop Skinny Pop now.